Welcome to the Anne Unashamed podcast, where we have relaxed couch conversations that heal by bringing you inside the life stories of vulnerable women and men who invite you to take a sneak peek into their journey. I'm your host, Erica. Let's chat. Today we are joined by TJ. Hey. Hey. Well, TJ, welcome to the And Unashamed podcast. I am so excited to have you on this episode. Thank you for having me. Yes. So one of the things that I like to do with all of my guests is to have them bring their favorite mug, teacup, coffee cup, whatever you want to call it. And so I would love for you to share with our listeners the mug that you decided to bring today and why. I decided to bring my Paisley mug, and this is one of my favorite mugs because my aunt gave it to me, my mom's sister. She's such a diva, and <laughs> I aspire to be like her when I grew up. Okay, okay. Um, this mug has bright colors. It makes you happy because mm. of the designs. Yeah. And the mug is big. So yes, I feel like is. this describes my personality. Um, I have a big and loud personality. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I love to make others feel happy and welcome into my yeah. space. And I just love to have a, you know, have a good time. Good, yeah. clean, fun. Good, clean, fun. Yeah, good, clean, fun. Okay. Yeah, so well, I feel like this mug describes me. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Well, I have to agree. I enjoy when we get together because yes. I know that I will have some good belly laughs in our conversation. So I can attest to all of that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and just to share a little bit about the mug that I chose to bring. So I have a, um, I'll call them teacups. Mm -hmm. So I have a teacup and it is purple on the inside and then it has this warm brown cream purplish design on the outside and it says be yourself with a little bee buzzing to the top with some flowers and what I love about this mug is one I just I just like to be me and I like yes. to bring my authentic self to the conversations and mm -hmm. I want everyone else to feel that they can be yourself because mm -hmm. there's no need to be anyone else because they've already been taken so that's right be you that's right love it all right so can you tell us a fun fact or two about yourself. <clears throat> we want to know. <laughs> so one kind of weird, uh, but it's fun. Um, one of my favorite all-time movies um, is The Wizard of Oz, not okay. The Wiz. Okay. I like The Wiz, too, with Michael Jackson. And yes, <laughs> yes. But I, um, I grew up watching The Wizard of Oz. I okay. didn't see The Wiz until I got older. Okay. So I love The Wizard of Oz. And for some reason, I was just uh, obsessed with the lollipop gill, huh. the little short men. And they come in the scene before Dorothy follows the yellow brick road. Yeah, yeah. And they sing that we represent the lollipop gill. Yeah. They have their little stern faces. They look mean, but they're so <laughs> cute. So I actually can sing like them. <laughs> you look like you might want to break out in song I right know, now. I'm good. <laughs> That's it. That's all I can do. <laughs> That's all I can do. That's all. That's all, that's all y'all got. That's all they're getting. Okay. That's okay. All right. That, I don't No, I did not know that. Yes. Yes. So that is something that I don't share often, but okay. now all the listeners will know. That. They will know. They will know. <laughs> and I think, um, 
I do. <laughs> I do stand up comedy for my husband. <laughs> you know, I'm not surprised. One man show. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. That's something I don't think I've ever shared, but that is like a fun fact. Do you really? I do. It's it's hilarious. Do you record any of these? I do co- not. Okay. I do not. <laughs> wow. I do not. I would love to be in the room to hear this. Yes. And I'm like, babe. Okay. You ready? So- <laughs> okay. A little hidden comedian. I like it. So it's fun. Yes. Yeah, That's fun. all right. He's always laughing at me anyway. So I'm like, I'm going to give you some shows. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, at least we know the next few minutes is going to be fun. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right. So you read the book, Naked and Unashamed. Yes, I have. So what's your favorite part or chapter in the book? It was so hard to decide. Um, All of the book is amazing. I would say um, it was between Find Grace, Mm -hmm. Discover, and Pause. Okay. Now, I noticed as I was taking notes Notes. um, at the Mm -hmm. (laughs) beginning... As I was taking notes beginning uh, at the beginning of the book, um, the section more to life than this. And there was a question, a journaling question, Mm -hmm. journal prompt. And the question was, how do you see yourself? And I noticed I wrote that about two, three times Mm -hmm. in my notes because I kept asking, even as I was reading, going through the book, I'm like, how do I see myself and why am I being stumped? by this question Mm -hmm. and I'm still answering that I have some answers okay um I'll just share one thing maybe more than one we'll see (laughs) I realized that I can be very guarded Mm. and I didn't really I don't I think I knew that about myself Mm -hmm. but I never confessed it or never like you said, I never owned up to it okay. or took responsibility for it. My husband mentioned it a couple of times that I can be selfish, mm-hmm. not towards him, but mm-hmm. like if like extending invitation invitations to do stuff. Or, okay. Um, they have socials at school. Yeah. Girls want to go out. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm a homebody. But no, yeah. I realize it's like. Like, we will have the best time, but if you think about it, like, if you're first getting to know me, mm-hmm. you would never know anything. About, you would be like, oh, that girl, crazy. And uh-huh. that's all, that all you can say. Interesting. Yep. Unless they ask you more questions yep. to go a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm better now. Okay. But I realized that for some reason I've been, I'm like a guarded person. This is just a natural thing. Yeah. That I'm guarded. So when I get to know, like, you know a lot, like we know a lot mm-hmm. about each other. So mm-hmm. I'm not guarded around you. Yeah. But I just noticed that I can be guarded, which is I don't easily share information, but I'm very sociable. Mm-hmm. If you notice, like some people that are guarded, they're kind of standoffish. Mm-hmm. They're not approachable. Mm-hmm. But that's not me. It's like I'm guarded, but we still going to talk. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, but, but we ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So I'm working on that so that I, and we're going to get to that with my book title. Okay. Working on being more authentic. Not saying that I'm fake. I'm not. But it's yeah. like, there's, my husband was like, you not really sharing things. Mm. You're you're like, you're, you don't know 
what the person needs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I may do that because I don't want to be heard or rejected, I think. Yeah. Maybe it's like a defense mechanism, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I realized, like, how do I see myself? Oh my gosh, I'm guarded. So I am discovering myself. So discover okay. is one of my favorite parts of the book, okay. chapters of the book. Okay. Because that's what I'm currently doing now. I'm still discovering myself. Yeah. And being guarded, that popped up like maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Like, so this question, how do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. It's still you know, rummaging through my head because I'm like, I'm still discovering myself. So mm-hmm. I love the um, discover chapter. And um, as I read about who, how you discovered yourself, um, being deliberate, pausing, mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. yourself grace. It's like, I'm encouraged to do the same. Okay. You know, so I'm a work in progress. And I don't want to, I think I just want to say I'm rediscovering yeah. myself. Cause I yeah. feel like at a certain age, you're not a, you, you can't still be a work in progress. You, <laughs> you still a work in progress? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> to a certain extent, I guess. It's a journey. It's a journey. We're all, we evolve. We all, yes. We yes. evolve. So I am still a work in, in progress. Yeah. And I guess we don't finish until we go to glory. Amen. Okay. And those are just words. Okay. You don't have to attach yourself to those words. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <You're> right. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. You know, we can name it. We can name it anything we want to name it. You're right. You're exactly right. So, yeah. So, um, so Discover okay. um, was um, an awesome chapter. All the chapters are awesome, but Discover was really an awesome. Um, I like that. Awesome chapter. So throughout the book, I talk about my experience of trying to keep love in what I would call some fairly extreme circumstances. Um, what are some things that you might have done to keep love? So I want to talk about those extreme circumstances <laughs> real quick. <laughs> okay. So the time when uh-huh. you mentioned, you had mentioned in the book <laughs> that you stole from your mama now. <laughs> wow so you stole money and mm-hmm. gave it to boys at school yes to buy them stuff yes for attention yes for attention we'll take it and take it to school and give like, it away and it wasn't just money it was things too things yeah but you were like a kid like yeah middle school I was <laughs> middle school this won't even have school I was like no yeah yeah I mean, yeah but think about like, that what what causes someone to even come up with the idea? That, and I think that's that was the thing. It was like, how did you think? Why would you think to do mm-hmm. middle school to steal? And then you're actually you're helping out somebody mm-hmm. in a sense. You can look at it like that. I, and it wasn't like they were asking yes. for it or that they had a need. It was, I think when I think about it how i was shown love was through things we things. You things gotcha and so in my mind i need to give you things to show you that love gotcha and, and so that you were broke and you didn't have a job you had to still <laughs> 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 your mama okay got it good point right so right. then as time progressed but that makes sense, and i got though. older and mm-hmm. i had my own money then I was giving yeah. my money. Right. Gotcha. My possessions. Gotcha. So, yes. Yeah, that was pretty extreme. 
Very extreme. Yes. So I would. Um, you didn't steal nothing. No, I did not. <laughs> I did. I was scared of my girl. No, I was scared of my grandma and my mama. No, no, I <laughs> know we wasn't stealing anything. Me or my brother, we wasn't stealing anything. Um, because the way I grew up, um, I didn't really believe in love. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really connect. You know when the your your different excursions mm-hmm. of love, mm-hmm. I <laughs> like love. I you know, and yeah. I was just like, wow, almost yeah. envious. Like I couldn't, and I say that because I I watched my mom depend on my dad, mm-hmm. and I saw this at an early age because um, they got a divorce. I was around seven, I think, and my mom depend on my dad for every. She didn't mm. work. She didn't drive. Mm. She cooked. Okay. And took care of us, not, you okay. know, yeah. um, belittling what she did, yeah. but just the fact that she depended so much on my dad. Mm-hmm. And then when he had an affair and he got a divorce, it was like she was lost in mm. a sense. Like we had to move in with my grandma, mm-hmm. granddad, her parents. And um, it's like, okay, if this is what love is, I don't want yeah. this. So... If anything, I played with boys. I fought boys, Mm -hmm. but I never really wanted to be with them. Maybe in high school. And I feel like it was just because my other girlfriends had boyfriends and stuff. And I'm like, I didn't want to feel out of place. Yeah. Um, Because I was a cool kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) Well, I was like, this boy stuff, like, no, because all they going to do is leave you. But I would never bash boys. Okay. I never was like a man or a boy basher i was just like this love thing i'm really not for it i'm good by myself yeah and i grew up like that from like age seven six seven until i got married about almost nine years ago okay although this is my second marriage but okay (laughs) hey that's okay i um yeah i i just didn't really believe in love and it was just and i feel like i just Built, I guarded myself mm. once again. Mm-hmm. I built up a wall and was like, you're not going to hurt me That's where because started. I don't want you anyway. Because yeah. this is what you're going to do. Mm. But I didn't have, I wasn't like bitter though. Mm-hmm. I was still like fun loving. I like to play. I like to joke mm-hmm. or whatever. But I knew I was like, nah, this, this is as far as it's going to get. Yeah. I did have boyfriends. And when we broke up, I was like, well, you know, they're lost. Right. And I kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here trying to buy stuff. I know hey, you buy the stealing stuff. <laughs> Where you going? Boy, I got you this PlayStation. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, mm-hmm. I was mm. like, no. And I, like I said, I, I, you know, I had girlfriends that were just this love boy, just mm-hmm. love being relationship, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just like, mm. no. Um. Now, I could connect to you trying to fix things in people. Okay. I was almost like the go-to, like everybody came to me for advice. And I'm thinking, I don't even have a man. (laughs) What can I, like, really? (laughs) Interesting. But they came to you for relationship advice. They came to me for relationship advice and their boyfriends. I I can't name a boyfriend that ever liked me. Wow. The boyfriends always hated me. Like, boyfriends did not like me. Wow. They just (laughs) did. Wow. I mean, people's husbands like me now, but I mean, like growing yeah. up, maybe into my mid twenties, like I always experienced like 
my friends' boyfriends or just mm-hmm. boyfriends in general. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like they went back and say, well, Tiffany said. Oh, yep. <laughs> I feel like that's what it was. And then, like, when we're out, oh, that's Tiffany. So I'm that's, getting, like, yes. the meme mug. Like, yes. I'll fight you. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I can totally see you in saying the spirit. That. In the spirit. In the spirit. <laughs> I'll bite you in the spirit. <laughs> but yeah. Oh so, my goodness. So yeah. Um. So trying to fix things in people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um. And I wanted to mention too, like in your heart to heart, and I love your heart to hearts. Your heart to hearts yes. in the book. Yeah. It's like you're telling your story. Not it's like you are telling your story. Mm-hmm. And then your heart to hearts always bring us closer. It's yeah. like, girl, listen, I said this, but I need for you to come a little bit closer. Yes. I need for you to listen to what I'm saying. I like that. Um, so the heart to heart, one of the heart to hearts, she said, as I discover who I am, I can't be and do everything. Mm-hmm. That's hard for someone who thinks she's superwoman. That part. I've been used to fixing people in situations and pretty mm-hmm. much left to fix my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely connect with you, of course, not buying stuff, but trying to fix mm-hmm. people and things. Mm-hmm. I love a good project. Yeah. It might be why I'm in project management now. You- <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That was awesome. Like, you know what? Let's just turn this into exactly. a career. Exactly. Right, right. And I know you are amazing. <laughs> I know I you are amazing. I know you are. Because you're like, I mean, you're sweet. You're like, but you're like, okay, we're going to get this done. And I can see you now. Okay, we're doing this, this, and this, and this is the goal. This is how we're going to reach the goal. Step one. Does everybody have step one? Okay. Did you? Okay. All right. Okay. So you didn't do this. This is why you didn't get here. Where was the mistake? Okay. I cannot. Gotcha. That's you. <laughs> that is me. Can you imagine that in a relationship where I'm like over here biting my tongue? Like, and you wonder why. Right. <laughs> but even your book, it, your book, I love your book, the structure of your book. It's like you you give us your story, how mm-hmm. to process our own lives, mm-hmm. and then how to apply key principles. So like you give us a story, you have your heart to hearts, mm-hmm. and in the back you're like, okay, because it's, it's always good. It makes an awesome connection when you read and then you can write about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And then if you still don't get it, because some of us don't mm-hmm. or won't, mm-hmm. but then you're like, okay, this is how deliberate looks. Mm-hmm. Deliberate can look like this. Mm-hmm. Discover can look mm-hmm. like this. I'm like, girl, you better write this book. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So, yeah. You started the belly laughs already. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, gosh. I it love just it. blessed me. It really did. That's awesome. Uh, so, thinking about some of the things we just talked about, can you share a moment in your life where you experience shame? So, in your book, you talked about divorce mm-hmm. and definitely connected with you on that divorce my marriage my first husband mm-hmm. um it was a very shameful experience because like you said um you stated in the pause chapter of your book i was wearing shame as if my shame i love this too <laughs> by the way I was wearing shame as if my shame strutted down the runway in a lovely green tight fitted dress. 
I say you better metaphor and analogy just up here. Visual. <laughs> Visual. It Love green. Was, yes. Oh, and, and that's how it was. I think mm-hmm. I was more embarrassed about failing again. Mm. Public. Yeah. Because we were already failing. Yeah. But it's like that divorce kind of like, it's like the stamp of approval. Like you have yeah. officially failed. Yes. You get ready to change your name. Yes. <laughs> Let's not talk about the name changes, but yes. <laughs> you know, you on Facebook. I was like, so now I got to change. So they're going to know something. These are people I don't even talk to. They're going to know something happened. <laughs> I gotta change my name. Yeah. What they gonna think? I had to go down to the social security yes. office. I mean, that's this is real. It's it like, is oh my real. gosh. So it's like, and sp- when it's happening in the church, mm-hmm. I think the number one uh, is a lot of it. The same people that were at your wedding mm-hmm. are now witnessing you get divorced. The yeah. same people that, oh, we praying for you. Yeah. Y'all gonna tear down the kingdom of yeah. darkness and all. Uh, and it's like, we ain't saying that. No. <laughs> we ain't saying nothing. You can already get a divorce. And it's it's embarrassing because then it's like, you feel like, okay, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. Yeah. And it's like, how did this happen? Yeah. How are we now a statistic with the world? Mm-hmm. And not saying that, oh, the world. No, mm-hmm. but like we are now a Christian marriage. Mm-hmm. Believers believing in us, mm-hmm. believing in the God mm-hmm. in us. Mm-hmm. And now we're divorced. Yeah. Within, I want to say maybe four, maybe four or five years. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was the part. I think that was a major like embarrassing or shameful mm-hmm. um part of divorce it's like this is not supposed to happen yeah we're supposed to work through this because yeah. we say god is love yeah you know and it's like we didn't make it so <clears throat> yeah so it was very shameful but uh i was prideful and i didn't leave the church okay because i was like oh absolutely not oh you're gonna see me oh this oh <laughs> Oh, y'all gonna see me. I'm not leaving. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I, it, how did I get through? Mm. I faked it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have said I fasted and I prayed and I sought the yeah. Lord. No, it was straight flesh. Mm. And then I was like, Lord, I can't operate like this anymore. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I'm not growing. I'm just trying to prove a point that mm-hmm. the divorce didn't hurt me when it did. When it, yep. Well, I wouldn't say because he left because I, it was just the, the the concept of marriage and how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, um, I did begin to pray about the situation. Not saying I never prayed, but I was like, you know, Lord, I can't continue like this. If I'm going to grow in yeah. you. I'm trying to prove a point here. I'm not doing anything. Nobody cares. Do you think that you had... <clears throat> Or do you think that y'all's vision of marriage was portrayed by what you saw in the church? What was presented to you in the church? That, that's a good question. I feel that had a lot to do with it. And then what we saw, I found out some of the things that I saw wasn't really what what it seemed to be. Mm-hmm. They, like the model marriages that mm-hmm. I looked up to and thought that, you know, this is how we're going mm-hmm. to be. They were struggling. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, oh my, it's everybody. It's a, yep. Who was telling the truth? Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> I feel like we had talked about this before. Um, 
we could have been the best of friends. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to get married mm-hmm. just because we were both leaders of the same ministry. Yeah. Like a, we were um, both leaders of the evangelism team. Okay. Um, we didn't have to get married. He's an awesome man of God. Mm-hmm. We could have been the best of friends, but I feel like we were both attracted to each other because of ministry. Mm. It wasn't so much as we were compatible mm. because we were not really, we weren't. That ministry glow is something else. Girl. Mm. And that glow show did leave. I say about, <laughs> I said show did. You know I'm from South Carolina. <laughs> show, it show did leave. <laughs> Ooh, that ministry glow is serious. Yes, it is. It is serious. Um, So I feel like that's, we felt like it was going to work because of that, mm-hmm. because of ministry. Yeah. It wasn't based on, communication or us being open and honest because I would say our major problem was communication Mm -hmm. and then finances. But if you can communicate, you can get through anything. Mm -hmm. That's true. We can communicate about anything. Wow. I don't know. We were always at, I don't know. We were always at odds about stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time on Sundays, we're both there early. Yeah. Serving. Serving. Mm-hmm. Doing what you both do best. Yep. Yep. And it was just, it was just, and the thing, it wasn't just us. It's like afterwards, so many other people got divorced too. Mm. And I was just like, what is really going on? I feel like if we would have gotten proper counseling, mm-hmm. I think that would have helped and helped us to see that, you know, we're really not mm-hmm. ready. It's the ministry gro- mm-hmm. glow. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's not. So much as us being compatible, even thinking that we want this. We have people prophesy, oh, yeah, mm. you know, that's your wife, that's your yeah. husband. So all that comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not real. And it's it's not only the before counseling. I think it's as you're going through yeah. conversations. Like you, we need couples who are willing to be vulnerable with and their own the stories yeah. and share that it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be in a relationship with another human. It is. Let alone a romantic relationship. It's hard in friendships. Right. Right. That's true. That's yeah. so true. And so just being able to communicate with each other, like you said, is it's definitely a challenge. And one where both have to be willing to set aside their own pride, their yeah. own way of doing things. Yeah. And that's a whole nother conversation. Yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We can be here. Yeah. That. <laughs> but it's just oh. good to be able to talk. Because I, and I can't say, I mean, I don't listen to enough podcasts mm-hmm. or I don't know of any other podcasts that really talk about Christian marriages, the ones that fail. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear the ones that how to keep your marriage mm-hmm. and things like that. But I feel like we need, it helps to hear about the ones that, mm-hmm. that fail. Don't yeah. just throw us away. Like we don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and really understand why. Real, uh, Yeah. Really understand why. And I feel yeah. like we, we didn't have those vulnerable conversations. Um, you know, I didn't talk to him about my finances as I should have. Okay. You know, um, he didn't talk to me about some struggles. Okay. That he had. Mm-hmm. So just going in, we were not honest with Mm-mm. each other. And we just expected to all go. Away. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Yep. We bring all of that into the relationship. Yep. So it's like we, in a sense, kind of got married on a lie. Mm. I don't want to... S- well, maybe the ministry a, wasn't. A, I mean, yeah. no, but I just feel like we we were not 
we did not go into the marriage just really talking about the yeah. things that we should have. Yeah. We went yeah. in, um, you know, with everyone's blessings and, oh, we're going to make it. Oh, we do this. We do this. So mm-hmm. we're going off that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, but we're dealing with this and we're not dealing yeah. with it. Yeah. It's like building, building a house. Right. You have to really focus on the foundation yeah. and make sure the foundation is strong. Yeah. But our foundation was not like little pigs. <laughs> Blew the house right on that. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you were funny. So, yes, that's what that was. It was a mess. But, um, but like I said, he's an awesome man. Won't say anything bad about mm-hmm. him. He's an awesome man of God. So, would you say, well, I guess, how would you, how did you move through that? Because that's hard. I, and you got married again. So, that says something yeah, about your own growth. I, um, I left the church and I left on good times. Like I gave everybody like a two week notice, mm-hmm. like you do at a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because I, I didn't want to leave like everybody, not saying everybody, but how yeah. some people leave like one Sunday, you look up and they're not there yeah. next Sunday. They're not there. And it's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you, you know, you yeah. see them on industry or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I mm-hmm. go to so-and-so. And that's fine. That's how you, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just want to let people know, like, look, I am mm-hmm. going to be leaving. Mm-hmm. But that was a mistake because now everybody's like, well, did God tell you to leave? Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, are we really, are we really going to do this? Yep. Like, I can make my own, like, I'm not going to go to hell because I'm leaving this church. Mm-hmm. You're making it seem like I'm leaving a cult. Now I feel a little, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, but yep, I, um, but I decided to do it that way, but I wouldn't advise. I mean, I can't say, but um, it was, that was rough. Yeah. When I felt like I was doing the right thing by telling some, some of my ministry members, mm-hmm. like in the ministry I was in. Then I was leaving. I was in two. I served on two ministries. Okay. And um, I told, you know, and they told them and they were just like, what did God tell you to leave? And I was like, I don't, I don't think I heard him say leave, but I just know it's time mm. to go. Well, you know, where's God leading you to go? I, I really don't know. So how was God telling you to leave and he can tell you where mm. to go? Mm. But this is me. Yeah. I was like. But I'm still leaving. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, y'all giving me a lot. I said, but yeah. I would go home. I'm like, Lord, I'm still. Yeah, leaving. I still love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm still leaving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but okay. yeah. Um, but once I left, um, that helped me get through it. Okay. Because I was away um, from everyone. Yeah. 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 I was away from everyone. And I went to another church. And then I started going to um, one of my best friends. Um, her husband would have fellowships in his barbershop. Okay. And that's how I met my husband. Well, I actually okay. knew him. Okay. Because we used to go to the same church. I knew, I didn't like know him, know him, but I knew of him. And okay. I would speak to him and stuff like that. Because he had left a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so we kind of like connected then mm-hmm. and then we just got together and we dated maybe eight months. Okay. We dated 
We got married within eight months. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now we've been together for nine, almost nine years in February. Wow. And it's been amazing. Wow. He is my best friend, like for real. We can talk about everything. Even before we got married, Mm -hmm. we got our, we pulled our credit reports. Okay. We was like, we're not playing with this. You learned. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, we're going to pull our credit reports. Yes. And I mean, we we have just been open and honest about everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I can be, I mean, not feel, I can be myself with him. He can okay. be himself with me. So it's, awesome. we're not putting on churchy faces yeah. and things like yeah. that. So that's good. It's a good thing. So what advice would you give to your younger, your younger self? Don't do it. Don't do what? Don't get married. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like, as I said earlier, I would, I would, um, I would have, sought counseling outside of the church because the counseling that we had was like a group counseling. I think mm-hmm. because so many people were considering getting mm-hmm. married and they just grouped us all together and oh. we would get together, I think at least six to eight weeks. I can't remember, but it was a lengthy time, Okay, but we didn't have that one-to-one. Yeah, that makes a difference because you can really dig into what you're Yeah, personal. so I feel like, um, I feel like if we had that, one-on-one counseling Mm -hmm. we would have been able to dig through some things and um i mean who knows i don't i mean i'm glad i'm with my husband now but i'm just saying i would have um sought counseling and maybe we would have been able to see that this is maybe not the the right choice okay um but counseling is 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 key it is Mm -hmm. so we're at my favorite part of the interview and you could take a moment to think about this, but okay. I think you might already know. So the podcast is called And Unashamed. Mm-hmm. And as you think about kind of your story and what you shared today, what would be the book title for your life if you had the title blank and unashamed? And then share why you chose that title. So I, I'm between authentic and free. Okay. So I would say authentic and unashamed based on me discovering that I can be really guarded. Mm. And I've already started to kind of put this in practice Mm -hmm. um, with being more vulnerable. Okay. And that's just like it's a, not a bad word. It's like a punk word to me, though. We can change it. We could say open. Open. <laughs> okay. Um, like I said, I, yeah, authentic. I, yeah, I, I. Um, but yeah, I'm more open. I like open and vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> um, because I, I don't. If I can be the answer. Mm-hmm. to someone's question mm-hmm. or to someone's problem. I don't want to be in someone's presence and I'm not, and I know that I need to be saying something and I'm not. And I feel like that's when I realize I'm guarded because I know I need to say this, but I'm not saying it. I've mm-hmm. been in enough situations like that to where I chose, we just gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. Mm. We not gonna talk about what I see. Mm. Because I don't really want to have to expose myself. Not saying I'm ashamed, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but it's like, how are you going to take? And I'm always because how are you going to take this? Mm-hmm. Or 
am I going to be rejected? Or are you just going to be like, whatever? Mm-hmm. And I have to stop thinking like that. I yeah. have to do what I feel like I need. And it was actually a, a situation a couple days ago that I feel like I'm actually going to have to address, not necessarily address, but just open up about some things so okay. that that particular person can, um, I don't want to say be free, but um, I guess face some things that I yeah. see just by conversation with the yeah. person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'm thinking about a situation that else so I'm kind of off. So, yeah. yeah no, no. Yeah, I because um, I often shy away mm-hmm. from from um, opportunities to be authentic, mm-hmm. to be open mm-hmm. about things that have happened mm-hmm. in my life. Well, it's what you were talking about earlier, how in your first marriage, you had had someone to be authentic and open with you and share their own struggles mm-hmm. that maybe that could have helped right. that situation. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. now you have the opportunity knowing what you were looking for then. Yeah. How do you give that back to someone else? I, um, now I think about it. One of my girlfriends at school, I did send her a text and just out of the, not out of the blue, but I was like, you know, hey, was thinking about you, mm-hmm. and I know how it is, da, 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 mm-hmm. you know, being married, things aren't going well. Yeah, I feel like some of our reasons being guarded because I don't want people to feel like I'm trying to get into their business yeah. too. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so it's a lot of reasons that I feel like I am guarded. I don't reach out the way mm-hmm. that I should on real matters. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be more intentional. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going to be more. I read your book. Going to be more intentional. <laughs> Too funny. So, yeah, that, that's my goal. So, yep, authentic. Okay. And unashamed and just getting over rejection. If I, you know, yeah. just getting over that now. Because it's gonna come. Everybody's not gonna accept the things. I'm yeah. not sure what I need to or what I'm yeah. saying. Or so, yeah. Mm. Authentic and unashamed. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> well, Tiffany, it has been a joy. Yes, to it have has. you on the end. Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it has been a joy to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you were able to walk away with something meaningful you can apply to your life. If you're interested in sharing your story and being a guest on the podcast, let me know by visiting andunashamed.com. Remember to subscribe and feel free to share and encourage someone with this episode. If you haven't already, go grab a copy of my book, Naked and Unashamed. You can find out where to purchase by also visiting the site andunashamed.com. I can't wait to chat with you next time. Before we go, I'll leave you with a quote from Oscar Wilde. To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance.